0: Got Your Back Podstream is brought to you by KinPrint. For all your company's promotional needs, they do it all. Apparel, promotional products using the highest quality brands. They do logo design, signage, and printing. KinPrint will promote your brand with excellence. Visit kinprint.ca. Okay, back-to-back losses. How are you feeling, Oiler fan? After eight straight wins, the Oilers have now dropped two in a row to Florida. Teams 5-1. Feels like this loss was a little bit different than the last one, though, doesn't it? Jason Strudwick standing by to break it all down. Got your back, as always, brought to you by Sherwood Buick GMC. So proud to have them as our title sponsor. They have great vehicles, right? New and used, whatever you might like just off Baseline Road on the way into Sherwood Park. Their sales staff is easy to work with. Their process is slick and streamlined. They respect your time. It's the big dealership in Sherwood Park, the number one GMC volume dealership in the country. Uh, And they are that way for a reason. Mention that Got Your Back sent you. You'll get three free Ultimate Detail packages on new or used vehicles, as well as specialized pricing, www.gmcpod.com is the website coming to you from the mobile long shot studio. A little post game live action here, still inside the rink. All game days, did you know? All day happy hour specials, $5 long shots lager. Much more than just golf. So we check in uh, Zubi behind the scenes in Kelowna running things. And Strutty as well. Strutty, how you doing tonight, my man? How was a day. Tip top. Tip top.
1: What's going on uh, with you? Well,
0: you know, Saturday games, these late starts, right? They're always a bit of a pain, but that's why it's, it's good to do these pods from the rink, right? Just kind of get her done right mm-hmm. away. And it's still fresh in Oiler fans' mind, right? They're still, uh, de- hey, scale of one to ten. How nervous should order fans feel about back-to-back losses given where this team has been this year? We're going to get to the breakdown in a minute, Struts, but big picture thoughts right now.
1: What do you think? Uh, well, everything goes up, must come down, right? I, I believe there's uh, Sir Isaac Newton that talked about the laws of gravity. And so Holy I think that, sky. you know, you run wow. up. I, I've been working on that one since about half a this period. Wow. Yeah. I've been working on that one for a while, guys. So yeah. uh, you, can, you can put that, clip that, Zoo put it in the promo. A gentleman um, and a scholar.
0: Well, Zuby, I I will say, though, Zuby, and we'll stop you in your tracks here, Shreddy, but you just made yourself sound really, really smart. But we have a little treat coming up for you a little later in the podcast that Zuby might put him in his place a little bit.
2: We Uh, do. It'll just be a a friendly reminder.
0: Let's just say the gem of the day might already be picked, Shreddy, and it might come at your (laughs) expense. So you're going to have to stick around to the end of the pod to find out.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair, and I, I've, I've said some things I, I'd probably like to have back, but I think <laughs> when you said say as many things. things as I do, oftentimes they're not all great. Um, <laughs> but no, I think that it's it. this is this is just, you know, you're, you're coming back to not reality, but you run off, what was it, eight games in a row? You're yep. not going to win all of them, right? You're And, and then I believe that uh, the last game was a winnable game, and tonight the orders, even though it looked close, when you maybe look at some of the stats – we dig a little deeper and watch it. It was not as close as perhaps the stats would reflect.
0: I would agree with you, my man. So let's get to the breakdown brought to you by Mr. Dirk, the iconic men's clothing store in Edmonton, founded in 1939, just off White Avenue and 102nd Street. they got a beautiful showroom, fantastic clothing. As always, I'm at the rink. That means I'm in some, some Mr. Dirk right now. What do I got? Oh, I got Yope. This oh. is a fantastic brand Jeez. from overseas, Yope. And uh, this is one of the suits there that fits me really good. So this brand, I basically take whatever they have in this brand. That's the beauty of Mr. Dirk Struddy. You know you've been there, oh, right? Yeah. If there's something that works, they'll find it for you. They'll get it for you. And then you can just keep going back to Old Faithful here. The shirts too. Like you spend a little bit of money on these shirts. They last for years and years. So you know, struds, you've been there. Oh, yeah. And you're
1: looking good tonight, buddy. Honestly, really? six and a half to seven. Well done. From a six and a half to a seven, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think you look great. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, you know, I just
0: feel like you know, when you do the podcast in a suit, you just yeah. feel a little more professional, right? Yeah. Not a ball cap and a hoodie like most days.
1: Yeah, fair, fair point. Okay,
0: yeah, let's yeah. get uh let's get to the breakdown. Um, where do you want to start with this struds? I'll I'll kind of lay this one out for you. Chris okay. Knoblock talked about the defensive play and in particular the middle of the ice. I don't know if that's a good starting point, but you take it.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, Oblak is very self-aware of his team. Obviously, it's his his, his team to coach. Um, I feel if I'm going to encapsulate this game into one statement, it would be Barkov's goal, the third goal, I believe it was,
2: mm-hmm.
1: where the puck goes, he, Barkov takes around the net, it goes up to the point, and then there's a point shot. I think it was Albrecht and Larson who shot it. And then there's two Panthers inside the Oilers, two players. And right. bang, yeah. just like that. So... In that eight-game stretch, how many times do we see one, and much less two players inside the Oilers' D between the D and the goalies? It was pretty rare. We saw it there, so you know I I believe overall the chances would be pretty similar. I think when you sit down and kind of look at the overall chances, but the chances are given up were were very good. Even the first two goals, I mean, slot shots, just wide open slot shots. First one, center loses man. Second one, the winger is not watching. Braden tour walks behind him and fires it in. Toes pointed the wrong way. So those, the first. Okay, goals hang on, we're very oh. dependable.
0: Okay, so let's break these goals down a little bit more specifically okay. because I, uh, I was interested to know your breakdown on who might be at fault. And we did this a lot earlier on in the year, but the orders got down early in this game, and there were some pretty big mistakes. They've been good at defending the slot lately, and they got away from that tonight. So the first, the one nothing goal, we agree. It was Dry guy, right? He was there, he was yeah. with him. The guy beats him in the middle of the ice, and that ends up in the back of the net. Pretty clear that one was Dry right? Yes, for sure. The next one, take
1: me through who you think was the core mistake on the next one, the two nothing goal. Well, when you're when you're playing defense or defending your own zone, it's generally you're talking about zones. So in this case, it was Leon, uh, uh Ryan Hopkins on the left wing and Braden Martour is the D man. Brandon. And so if you look at the toes of where that – and I always look at the toes because if your toes are pointed towards um, you, the, the back boards when you're the forward, you have no idea what's going on around you. And you can see by the reaction of Ryan Nugent Hopkins, his toes are pointed towards the backboards, and Montour jumps by him to open ice and Nugent Hopkins can't react in time and that's a shot that Montour has. Now, if your toes are pointed what I'd call like – you know, to the side, so I'd, I'd to the sideboards. Whether one way or the other, generally speaking, you want to face the where the puck's at. Yeah. But they're painted. They're they're painted or they're they're painted. They're faced toward the sideboards. Now, sudden, you can see you have a way bigger view of what's going on around you. And that guy, if he tries to jump by you, you're able to stay with him. So I, I'm Newt? I'm walk I'm nude. I've got this one on. Yeah. Me. What do you? Me got? too. Well, some at first I thought
0: oh, was that Connor, and and so I I went back and watched it two or three times. And I agree with your assessment. I do think it was Nugent Hopkins. McDavid thought he was covering the point for Hyman because Hyman was the first forward back. So McDavid was picking up that point guy. And then Hyman ended up back there too. So it kind of looked like maybe McDavid was supposed to be in the middle. But I agree with you. Nugent Hopkins got jumped to the middle of the ice there. And, and I think that one was on him. Um, yeah, you talked about the 3 nothing goal. I mean, that was early season, Oiler-esque. Yeah, to have cool. those guys sitting back there like that. 14-29. and 29. Uh, got a little tied up there. Dry Seidel and Echo yep. got a little tied up, and I think that's probably part of the reason why. Um, but still, it, it was a tough one. The 4-1 power play goal, uh, what did you make of that one?
1: Well, I think we have to address the, the penalty call, you know, that was on yeah. uh, Kulak. And now I'm not going to beat up Kulak for his stick hitting another guy in the face, but that was the right call. And, I, and I'm actually disappointed that it wasn't called in real time like that to me is a very easy call in real time Charlotte. why are you disappointed why are you being hard on them well how as the ref how do you not see that in real time like you mean if, the fact that they had to take a look 100 how's that not call in real how how does that miss so if we're not reviewing in the in the year we are now does that just not get called like and, and I know this sounds anti-Oiler, but I mean how but they do they call
0: but they they didn't miss it they called the double minor before they did the review they were just double oh. checking. Okay. My bad. So, no, I no. thought it
1: wasn't called and they had no, no, it was. to double check that it was. And honestly, Struds, okay. I think, I think what they do is they if they're going to call a
0: double minor for high sticking like that, I okay. think they'll go take a look okay. just to make sure it wasn't a player on his own team stick or just to make sure they didn't okay. miss Fair point. It. So, my
1: bad. But,
0: no, no, that's okay. It's okay. all good. And then, so they end up the Barkov gets the two for the hold. So the Florida ends up on the power okay. play. Um, under penalty kill has been fantastic, but they they let a, a tough one through there.
1: Yeah, well, two for four. To, what was it? No, two for four. Yeah, the, 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 the uh, Florida went on the power play. I think. Yeah. I'll, um. Maybe. Again, you're gonna have a little bit of a pullback. You're you're talking uh, in, a, a great run by the penalty kill. It was it was rolling, but you're gonna have a little bit of pullback. So they give up two tonight. Um. Then we we go back and look at some of those other goals we've already addressed that happened in the first period. You yeah, know, that's the game. That's the difference when you're not feeling it offensively, maybe to the level you were previously. And and, and I think we'll count both Florida games in the same boat, buddy.
0: So we are live streaming tonight. We are going to take your questions in our Ask Us Anything segment. Uh, Chris will be gathering them behind the scenes, just so people understand what we're going to be talking about and when. We are going to get – we'll talk about the goaltending we saw tonight. In our second segment, though, we're going to go a little bit bigger picture about Ken Holland and the goaltending and where they're at in terms of, you know, what DEF Con level are they at here to make a move? We'll dive into that a little bit. We'll talk about maybe what line combinations um, would be an option potentially to try and get the middle six going because there's definitely some frustration there. We'll hear from Evander Kane in the second segment. Uh, then we'll have Struddy's World as well, and then we'll go bigger picture in our Take a Lap segment. So we are going to get to some of the bigger goaltending issues. Um, before we get to the goaltending, let's just hear real quick from Chris Knobloch in our Wee Johnson Soundbox talking about that middle of the ice that we just broke down, Strud's.
2: Uh, I don't think we defended well enough I don't think there was enough urgency to protect the um, you know the slot you know we made some mistakes and they forced us into that, doing that and that's going to be part of hockey but I just didn't like how we reacted to those and you knew we were going to get a very hungry determined team tonight and you know losing their previous two getting shut out um, we knew it wasn't going to be easy and they um,
1: certainly um, were ready to play
0: We'll go to Zach Hyman now. Uh, oh, did you have something on that, Struts?
1: I just want to talk about the fifth goal. Okay. Yep. So, I, and I just, I think it was the last podcast that I said that I don't like when players lay down unless it's really close to your net. Yeah, we have been we were consistent talking about on Donald that Hurst. one, buddy. Yeah, yep. So, if you look at this video, uh, Evan Bouchard drops really early, really early, and just slides right out of the way, and Austin Carter Berhage just stops up, And steps back and then rifles a shot. So, if you're going to, you're going to, I believe you're going to lay down. It's got to be really close to your net. So, you take away the pass and the guy doesn't have a lot of uh, area to work in. And so, that is why I don't like people laying down because you lose the ability to move. And players are so talented, especially your top six to seven players. They're going to make you pay. And in that one, he paid. If he stays up, probably doesn't happen the same way.
0: Yeah. You do that with a real heads up player. And just that little split second delay, yeah. you slide into the corner while they celebrate the goal. It, it's definitely not a good look, but you've been consistent with that. Uh, we'll go back to the Weiss Johnson soundbox here and a reminder that it might be chilly out now, but you will be a hero when that first day of heat arrives. The gift that keeps on giving a new air conditioning unit installed by the pros from Weiss Johnson. Order now, save with our their festive December special, 25% off any in-stock air conditioner For details, visit wjcools.com. We'll go to Zach Hyman. A bit of a bigger picture thought here, right? They rattle off eight in a row, they lose two, and uh, just where Hyman's head is at, big picture.
1: I think we had our looks in this game, but I think in Tampa game we set like a record number of shots, and I think that was more of a... A game that was uh, that was a winnable game for us. This one, obviously, I think we think every game is winnable. But this one, we didn't show
0: uh,
1: our best, and we didn't play our the, our standard. So uh, when you do that, you know
3: sometimes you win, but m- most of the time you're probably not leaving the rink happy.
0: Okay, two more topics here, at least in the breakdown. Strud, I want to talk about sidle and I want to talk about the goaltending. Let's deal with Leon Drysidle first. Uh, he's sitting in his last eight games. I believe he's three and three. In his last eight games played, what are you seeing in Dry Seidel's play right now?
1: Well, I mean, tonight I think he took two off the chin. Right, he is minus two, so you know he's your second most dangerous offensive player, and he's he's been he's more times underwater than he is above water in yeah. in the head to head goals. Right, you, this guy he's not here just to break even. Right, he, he's got to he's got to produce, and right now, and when I say he, his line isn't producing. So tonight they had him with. Who was it, Fogel and um Janmark? Yanmark, yeah. And it's not getting done. They're they're not getting this, this this done here. Um, so I think the challenge for for Leon and for the coaching staff is to figure out how to get him a line that can kind of get himself going. So, you know, I I, if, I don't like always blaming the line mates, but I think that there's they got to find chemistry for this guy because right now there's no chemistry, and then, you know, we we can debate about Yamamoto and how good he was for for Leon, but he was Leon's buddy for a long time for for a, quite a few years. And right now, who is Leon's guy? Like, does he have a guy that he wants to play with night in, night out?
0: Yeah, well, Fogle's auditioning, but you know the results night in, night out. Or you know, I thought Fogle actually made some really nice plays tonight, in particular mm-hmm. at the offensive blue line. There were three separate times where right. he made a high-skill play to keep the play alive and, in fact, to distribute the puck. That's been one of my biggest complaints about Warren Fogle anywhere near the skilled players on this team is his ability to complete plays. And I thought there were some instances today had some good scoring chances and some decent looks. We'll, we'll pause that conversation because we're going to talk about potential yeah. line shuffling in the next segment. Um, you wanted them to start Kelvin Pickard this game, correct? In the flow of things, you felt like it was time. To, I, I don't want to put words in
1: your mouth, but how did you feel about his decision to go with Pickard tonight I I don't recall saying that I wanted him to play tonight I thought it was actually going to be Skinner tonight yeah. but I was consistent prior to the Blackhawk game right sorry yeah and and again this it it goes back to my idea of and of taking the workload off of Skinner so I would have played Skinner sorry. Pickard against Chicago, Chicago, and then I would have had Skinner, Skinner, and now heading into the next three, probably get Pickard in for one, right? So I had, I would have had Skinner in for this night game tonight. I'm not sure if ultimately that was the big deciding factor in the game, but I would have had my number one guy against Florida, who I, I think is a very good team.
0: Okay. Um, here was the dilemma they faced. And in fairness to you, wouldn't have been facing this dilemma had they gone with your goaltending strategy earlier. So you look ahead to their next four games, and they've got, what, Jersey and the Rangers back-to-back late next week. So you know that Pickard's going to play one of those games. Right. Right? So then you think, well, they probably should give them one of the next two like before tonight, Mm -hmm. because otherwise he's 10, 11 days between starts, which you don't necessarily want. He played well. I think they, they felt like he played well in his last start. Got to figure out an opportunity to get him in, right? And so I understand that. But both guys are going to play two of the next four. Just looking at the schedule, you kind of know that's the way it was going to go. Here's the issue with the decision tonight, And I said last podcast, so I'm being consistent, I'd go with Skinner and give him a chance to get it back. So your starter goes in and stands there post-game and says, I cost my team the game. He owns it, and he he stood there. I get the scheduling issue, and in the end, scheduling is why I believe this decision was made, Mm a little bit of long-term scheduling. But I might have gotten away from that plan and given Stuart Skinner an opportunity to go and get this one back tonight. So I think Skinner should have been the guy in net tonight for that reason. And I believe that should have superseded the plan based on the next week, although that's tough to do, right? And we and here we were talking about Skinner needing a rest.
1: Yeah, and and it it's not rest in the moment that I'm talking about. I'm Take talking picture, about yep. the entire year, right? And so I think that, you know, they 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 know in that in that coach's room that this is unsustainable. This number of games is unsustainable. And and we don't know what's going to happen moving forward in, in a month or two months or the trade-down or whatever. So you have to live in the now and you have to plan for the future. So, again, not to be, you know, the guy who said the plan, that was ultimately I was right, i proven right, and for once I got the goaltending right. But, yeah. you know, you're… He's in the yeah, so
0: podcasting. <laughs>
1: yeah because because of yeah it is the first time in podcast history but because of the way that they didn't play him in, earlier in the week now you had to play him in this game and now you've got to get him again and there again because you got to get these these number of games down so um but again i don't I don't feel like this one's laying at calvin's feet I totally not, agree yeah
0: I but, was just about to make that clear yeah, no ones said be blaming the
1: goalie yeah like, that's I, not what's happening here tonight no but, but. you're it just because of earlier decisions, now you're challenged and you you have to get his workload down. And I think that's what that's what makes it so hard for Chris Knobloch. J-Dub says, analytics
0: should look at each goalie's historical performance against each team. I don't really buy that for goalies, do you? Do you think it matters what they've done in their career against the team? You, like, you think you just get a feel? Maybe we well, need a gauger Calvin, on to ask
1: him. Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess, how do you gauge Calvin Pickard's play? Like, yeah. against, a, you know, it's... So let's say he played florida what when was he in colorado three years ago yep. you're gonna say well look at this team well well guess who wasn't there um you know kachuk wasn't there braden yep. montour wasn't there like i i just don't want to go back and revisit it that far back you, if you want to talk about two weeks ago like when, when uh pickard played against the devils he played a good game i'm probably putting him back in for the devil's game right but now does it stack up does it make sense because of the decision they made earlier this week i i you don't have to see how it goes, but I'm, I'm sure Skinner's the next game.
0: Well, they're going to have to play Pickard against the Devils. You're
1: not going back to back with Skinner. Yeah. You're right. not. And yeah. so
0: the issue with starting, the issue with starting Skinner tonight would be unless you're willing to start Skinner the next game as well, yeah. right? Boom, boom. Then you wouldn't go Pickard back to back. The Islanders, Jersey, and then you wouldn't do that, right? So it just, I think it's, Really, it probably boils down to answers we don't have, right? They run numbers on these guys. They all wear the heart rate monitors. They know what their output is, their exertion. If at the end of the day, you know, um, the goaltending coach and the head coach are sitting there saying, is this player tired? That probably has as much to do with the decision, you know, tonight as anything. Did they need to prioritize a break for Skinner in the next four games and not have him play three of those four games? Probably boils down to those numbers that we don't have.
1: Yeah, and then ultimately, what is the number they want to hit for his starts this year? That 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 is that trumps, I believe, everything. <laughs> quite honestly, yeah, that's the ultimate. I don't know,
0: but I, I I don't know that I agree with that. I think they have a ballpark, but I don't think you need to. Um, I think it's okay to live in the moment a little bit here, Struds. As much as I agree with yeah. you, like there's a range you don't want to get away from. If you're within two, three games of where you hoped you'd be, I think you're fine.
1: So let's say they get down to the last 10 games and they have, they just figure they have to get 16 points out of 20 games. Yeah. And this guy is sitting at, this guy being Skinner sitting at 52 games. Do you think he's going to be fresh for those last 10? Do you have to play him in? That's, yep. that's, that's the risk you play. So you're, you're, you're mortgaging the future for today. And I get that, but I don't believe a coach, you, you, you can't look like that. You have to think game, game 28, 29. 50 60 and 82 it is that's just the way they think they they have to think that way
0: studies appearance on the podcast brought to you by kin if you are a new company see how kin print can help you with logo design and branding check out their website kinprint.ca their logo is fantastic i love the two-tone bear yeah just a time. solid logo. If you're a new business, they can help you out with all that stuff. You're trying to get a logo designed or come up with some of your uh, early big decisions that you got to make. KinPrint can help you out. So make sure you check them out. Okay. When we come back, we're going to go big picture on the goaltending front. What should Ken Holland be looking at doing here? What level of DEFCON are we at? And what would you do with the lines? If you want, start firing in some line combinations on the stream. And we'll see if maybe we can get to a couple of those in the next segment as well. Tons more to come here on the podcast. Quick break.
1: Hey everyone, it's Kelly here from United Sport and Cycle. Christmas is just around the corner, and we've got everything you need for
0: the athlete and sports fan on your list. With over 30 different sports under one roof, including hockey, bikes, ball, and our amazing fan shop, United is your one stop shop for everything sport. Don't know what to buy? A United gift card is always a fan favorite. United Sport and Cycle, your Santa's
1: workshop for over 95 years. If you own or operate a business, you know the value of a great employee. Just ask Shogger. Pathfind is here to help you find your next star player to help take your business to the next level. Pathfind can help with recruitment, career transition, leadership coaching. They truly have your whole team covered. Building you a championship caliber roster, find your team's path forward at pathfind.ca.
3: Time to talk about your mortgage? It doesn't have to be a daunting conversation. With over 16 years in the industry, Maria Gallus with Maximal Mortgages knows how to make it easy. With access to dozens of different lenders, let Maria customize the perfect solution for you. Whether you're purchasing, refinancing or renewing, or a first-time buyer, Maria's simplistic approach and expert advice will have you feeling confident you're in great hands making informed decisions. Take the stress out of your mortgage journey. Contact Maria Gallus at mortgagesbymaria.ca. That's mortgagesbymaria.ca. It's
0: been a couple of weeks now that we have had Maria Gallus on as a partner of the podcast. Never got a chance to properly welcome her. So, Maria, welcome to uh, the podcast. And if you are in need of a mortgage, she does a great job. She's done work for Randine and I and uh, definitely highly recommend her. That's Maria Gallis. Time now for takeaways brought to you by Redefined Health. If you're unhappy with your overall level of health or if your knee hurts, they've got a really unique 90-day program. Dr. Tyler Fix and the crew at Redefined Health, the wellness lifestyle program, 90 days, video instruction, meal plan, exercise regimen, pre and post assessment to help you monitor your progress, all for 150 bucks. Help change the way you're functioning, and feeling day-to-day, visit redefinedhealth.com. I know you're dying for an update on the knee struts because Tyler Fix has been working on it for me. Two days in a row, buds. Peloton, full workout too, not just a Sunday ride on it, like actually did the class with the girl yelling at me the whole time. Back-to-back days. Tyler's got me all fixed up, buds.
1: Good, good. Now, are you allowed to actually say that he's working on you? Like, I thought there was... A point where he he'll work on you, but he didn't want you to tell anybody. Is that was that inaccurate? Would I oh. read the room wrong?
0: No, I, I well, it's too late. I've been doing it for <laughs> since I hurt my knee. So I think he's just like, look, give me all the credit you want for your knee, but make sure nobody thinks I'm working on your back. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to take credit
1: for whatever you got going on with your back. Oh man, I uh, still it. my I favorite
0: it. line. Rob Tichkowski one day talking about how Andre Secker's knees are made of Ryan Rashog's back. Yeah, uh, nice that was uh, that was a good line. <laughs> um, okay, let's get into the... We want to do lines first or goaltending? We might get off the rails with goaltending. So should we yeah, do lines real sure, quick? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Yeah, lines. lines real quick. Okay, here's a Vander Kane post game. Asked a question about, ah, they're trying to find a little chemistry, a little something in the middle six, juggling things around a little bit, right? So he was on a line with Dreisaitl and Connor Brown and then on a little flip-flop. So all of a sudden you got Ryan McLeod next to you instead of Leon Dreisaitl. In a few games Kane's gone a little dry uh, ask post game about that search for chemistry um you know I just uh, I think um, yeah we're, we're as a team trying
1: to uh, find uh, some offense obviously in a game like that and um, yeah well <laughs> yeah what, what'd you make of that struds yeah, I mean, obviously, that's a quite a tiptoeing a tulips answer, right? You're not really saying what you think, so yeah. like, you just just say, yeah, yeah, we're trying to find yeah. offense, we're trying to figure things out. Um, but I, I'll say this: I believe it's time to to move Nuge off of the top line, and not because of anything mm. he's done; it's because of what's not being done. Um, so I I actually think I'm going to move down, and and I, 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 Leon needs. Someone to help get him the puck, right? Yeah. And a, a passing option to him. Um, I think that opens up his game when he has someone who can pass to him because now he, because I'm a shooting option, that he also can pass to the other two guys. So I'm moving Nuge down to a 29, and then Connor and Leon, Connor and Hyman together. After that, it gets a little bit messy because I'm not exactly sure how yeah, I want to stack the guys up. Yeah, but, but that is that is what I'm doing. Um, next game.
0: Oh boy, I'm just trying to piece it together for you here. It's tough. So are you going Nuge, Dry
1: Saddle, and Brown? That was 93, my first. 29, 28. So this is what I had 13, 97, 18, 93, 29, 28, then 91. 13, 97, 18. Yeah, that's what I had. I know. I know. Then 37, 71, 37, 71, and 91. Oh, that's so 91, 71, 31. Yeah, that's that's what I had now that was seven. you know I I wish Brownie was here because Brownie generally speaking kind of gets the, the lines right like he he's yeah. I like the way he thinks um I don't love Yanmark up there with those two guys because that's a big change from what they have in 93 but you know I don't know I I I, yeah. I just know I want to get someone who can give the puck to 29 because I think it makes a difference for, it opens up his game more so I'm looking at two 2-0s really and then after that, I'm trying to piece them together as well as I can. Yeah. What do you sweet.
0: got? Yeah, it's tough. It, it, it's tough, man. It, it's flat out tough. There's no question. Um, they have some important guys that aren't going that they need to get going again. And I might, in an effort to get those guys going, to your point, move a couple of things around. Um, and you think Nuge is the guy that needs to move off of the McDavid line? Because so, I, yeah. Yeah. You do, do. as opposed to Hyman. Because the other option could be, if you move Hyman, yeah, you could go 91-29-18, although Hyman and, yeah, 91-29-18 potentially. I don't love Hyman and Kane
1: together. Yeah, I know. You've said that before. And so, I mean, the the other option, and I had this beside it, was 93-29-91 on his offside.
0: I don't, they're throwing Kane on his offside right now to try and find it?
1: Well, because now there's two guys that can get him the puck, right? And yeah. then and then he's he's gonna be the worker B. Then I the problem is that I have 97, 18 together, and then 71, 20. I like 71 and 28. I want those two guys together. And then I gotta. I'm know, sorry. Move. I'm sorry. What? I want McLeod and Brown together. But you just yeah. said I like them. Well, because I I think that they have a common. They they haven't scored. But what I like is that they're they're you know Brown is a worker B. Like we, whatever you talk about his gold scoring, he's a worker bee. And I like to think he can drag that out of out of uh, seventy one. Right? Sure, bud. <laughs> well, no, but you, this <laughs> we'll listen, see. We uh, you, you know we, we have to live in the world of reality. We can't I just know. oh well with any top line player. I don't think another top line player is coming for ever, if not maybe at the trade deadline. So you have to figure out combinations of work and what you're trying to do a given line identity. So would then, you would, would, all,
0: would you would all be tempted to put Brown with McDavid to see if he can get it going? with well, McDavid and Brown, I, yeah. like maybe he's been playing better. Maybe he can yeah. pop one in the. And so it, who's on the other on side? Track.
1: So do you put Hyman on his offside?
0: You mean on you're, the next line? Yeah, Hyman can play right on the second line with uh, yep. sidle Kane.
1: So you're, you're taking both of McDavid's line mates away. no nope. In this in this scenario,
0: ninety three, ninety seven, twenty eight. Oh, okay, Hopkins, okay. McDavid. So, okay. And Connor Brown, I
1: don't, I don't think that Hyman brings the same thing as Nugent Hopkins does to a line. But I understand what you're saying because what you're trying to do is, as you said, you're trying to get other people going that aren't <laughs> going right now. And I'm looking at 28, 91, 29. Those are the three guys I need to get going. Yeah
0: j-dub losing his marbles on the stream no 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 he's basically said look we're, we're blue skying yeah we didn't come here i never said to Struds, figure out what your lines are going to be i actually like the conversation i think it's a good conversation to have and work our way through it and you can agree or disagree with the ideas we're coming up with but these are just i just think it's an interesting conversation to sit here and have um Send Brown down to play with Campbell? No, definitely they're not going to do that. No. Um,
1: so I, I I'll go back to my statement the other day is that you put uh, leave the top line alone. They put Kane with Drysaddle and Fogle, and then you have Janmark with Brown and McLeod. That is the least disruptive amount of you can do. Yeah. And because I like Fogle, just gets in there and he's he was working hard and getting it going, but he's also not a He's not a guy who's going to deliver the puck to Drysdale in those shooting areas. Yeah. Neither is Kane. Right. Hey, do you know what I think they're going to do? Yeah.
0: I think they're going to leave the top line intact. And I think they're going to go back to Kane, Drysdale, and Brown. I think they're going to go back to that. Yeah. Because they were winning games when they had yeah. those guys together. And I mean, there are only so many configurations. Uh, and yeah. I think Chris Knobloch seems like the type to me that would, is not, I mean, they've played one bad game here. Like This was a bad game tonight. Last game was not. And I don't think he's going to be a coach that overreacts to a loss and maybe a bit of a frustrated Leon or a frustrated Kane. I think he's just going to give them the opportunity to dig their way out of it, and he'll stay the course and go back with those top two lines. That's my gut on what he might do. We can talk a little bit more about that in our Ask Us Anything segment. Okay, let's get to the goaltending. Here is my submission to you. So Skinner's game is improved for sure. Starting goalie. I think if you manage his minutes and his ice time, you're okay. You can feel okay about that moving forward, but you know, Jack Campbell now gets pulled tonight again. Um, so it's gone. It's stayed completely off the rails for him. Pickard has the night he has it was okay, but not good enough. Um, It's getting to a situation for me where if they were hoping there was a way to thread the needle and maybe figure out an internal solution, I think that window is closing pretty quick here, Struts, that the possibility that the solution might lie internally, uh, if you're Ken Holland, I think, and a lot of fans would be like, well, no shit, like thinking, have been thinking this all along. But I'm telling you, they were hoping there was a way to thread the needle to see if they could this so there was a, an internal solution. I think that time is probably past. If I'm Ken Hall and I'm probably trying to figure something out right away here, I don't know what it is, but it's pretty clear to me. You?
1: Yeah, last year I was a huge advocate for Jack Campbell. I kept saying you're going to need him. You got to play him. You're going to need him. You're going to need yeah. him. And I and I I was very strong in my belief of what Campbell would do. And, and ultimately, he kind of did. He he did get himself going in the playoffs. This year, I don't have that belief in Campbell. I think that his issues are are are. Are not a lazy glove hand or a <clears throat> ill-fitting pad, right? There's there's a mental block right now that he's he's struggling with. And that it happens to athletes, even high-level athletes, it happens, right? So, and then you got Calvin Pickard, who you know didn't think he'd see any time in the NHL, but here he is, and he's 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 in there playing. Um, but you know, the last two games against two Russian goalies, they've been, I don't know if Goalie is fair to say in this game, but I think against Tampa, it's really fair to say.
0: Well, Onder should have had four goals. Like there were three that should have gone in. Bobrovsky made three fantastic saves. So did they get goalied all night? No. Did he rob them of multiple goals early? For sure, he did.
1: But you're not getting a goalie of that caliber in a trade. Um, And you see Soros. I'm sorry. That's I don't believe that's going to happen. And the cost. That's a crazy. So a lot
0: of a lot of people are asking about Ranta. And Antiranta, and here's the thing, I mean, career 915. Yeah, um, a little older, he's 34 years old, but in his 14 games this year, like he's got an 854. Yeah, and a 3.61. Now, obviously, the goaltending has been a disaster there, but like, what's the guarantee there's going to be any sort of upgrade? That to me, it's a it's a major shot in the dark.
1: Yeah, I, let me check his cap hit But I'll, While I'm doing that, I'll say you have a team that's struggling with goalies and you're yeah. going to take the guy from that team that's struggling with goaltending issues? Yeah, like, it's
0: like shuffling the deck chairs around a little bit. That and, that
1: makes me really worried. Yeah. Um, so Ranta's is at $1.5 million so it's not crazy. It's not yeah. going to destroy you. But,
0: like you might just be well off to just keep seeing what you can get out of Pickard rather than making that yeah. move for Ranta who's playing this way this year.
1: Yeah, I'd be interested in
0: three or four more starts out of pickard than trading for rantha right, right. now wouldn't you right.
1: yeah no um yes i mean people like a change right we like a change when things aren't maybe going the way you want yeah uh but so for the orders, it's it's I, i've said it before i'll say it again i believe right now in his career uh stewart skinner is a tandem goaltender he needs to have another guy that can play yeah you know f- in a, in a start of the year, 40 to 50 games, same as him, or 30, somewhere in that 30 to 45 game range, same as him. Uh, they don't have that right now. And, you know, if, when you hit a dip, you need someone to jump in. They thought it was Campbell when they signed him, but it's, it hasn't been. It will not be this. Sh- I have a hard time seeing that happen. Yeah. So
0: I think they were really hopeful, Struds, that Campbell would rehabilitate his game a little bit. They mm-hmm. could stop Gap with Pickard. And again, we're not blaming Pickard for tonight. No. Um, but can he be the guy? I mean, imagine if something happened to Stuart Skinner. Like, just just think about that, right? Good teams that are in their cup window, they don't have all of their eggs in one basket so much so that there's that kind of drop-off in in where guys are at in their career. Like, there's one A, one B. Some have a one and a two. But, I mean, it's not the tandem you go running into a playoff hoping to win a Stanley Cup with. So, something's probably got to give here. And I think my point tonight is the window on it. being An internal solution is all but closing here dramatically. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what Ken Allen solution is, man. There's no cap space. You, you know, you, you got to keep your powder dry to improve your team on, you know, your skaters. This is a tough position for him to be in really paying the price for his singular biggest mistake as general manager here.
1: Oh yeah. He's, he's wearing it. um, He's got to beat the bushes, right? Try to figure something out. And, you know, you go through all the teams, look at all their goalies. I, I I don't know who it is. And cap hit and the cost to get that contract out of Campbell's. That is job number one. If you are going to truly move that deal out, that is going to be very, very expensive to move that out with $15 million left on three years of that deal.
0: Askarov? I don't know. I mentioned him. He was one of the first names I mentioned.
1: Yeah, yeah. The Nashville. If yeah.
0: Nashville has every intention of signing Soros, for sure, Barry Trotz has made it clear yeah. that they're going to take a hard run at that, where does that leave that guy?
1: So what does that look like? Is he High more draft. or less expensive than Ekholm? Um, or first. Basically, it was two firsts for Ekholm. Yeah. Or whatever it was.
0: I don't know. I'm not sure asset-wise. what what? Uh, that's a really good question, actually. You know, what deal do they do? Uh, you know, it's not the type of thing where they got to take a berry back, or, or you know, to make the money work, or something like that. Um, he's got a nine fourteen this season, two point two eight goals against average. Just spitballing, like he—he's not necessarily the guy that's going to step in and take right. over, right? He's got one game of NHL experience, but my point is, are you putting a building block in place that now, if he's ready to take yeah. that step and be an NHLer, now it's back and forth between him and Skinner, and. Uh, again, there there aren't obvious solutions here and there haven't been all year, Struds, yeah. and that's what makes this hard. All the guys that are being suggested are all backups or struggling or have warts or whatever. There aren't obvious, obvious ones here unless I'm Blackwood, right? Mackenzie Blackwood, maybe, and uh, Tito throos, throws that out there. He yeah. was an option that we had talked about earlier this year that I thought could make some sense, but yeah, the conversation will definitely continue. Any closing thoughts on that, Struds?
1: No, and I, I think that they made their decision with Campbell and it hasn't worked out and it will not work out this year. I'm not going to happen in year three, but I can tell you right now, I am not confident. I was confident in him last year. I am not confident this year. So a decision has to be made and you have to find the piece. And then the cost is what I'm, I, because if you, let's say it, let's just say it for that young goalie, it's Borgo and your first pick this year. That's all you're doing. That's it. you, You can maybe add a piece on the side, so you're adding a guy that you hope is going to solidify your goaltending. Doesn't change the D, doesn't change anything else. And that is that is where this really becomes an issue for, for Ken Hall and his group.
0: Yeah, 100%. All right, that was Takeaways brought to you by Redefined Health. When we come back, strutty, go and take a lap. Stick around. The Edmonton Sport and Social Club is Y.E.G.'s top destination for adult recreational sports offering over 20 different options, including ball hockey, indoor volleyball, pickleball, and now ice hockey. For all you fans out there looking to lace them up for the first time or get back into the game after a few years off, like Struddy, Sign up by December 13th for the winter season beginning mid-January at EdmontonSportsClub.com.
3: Winter is upon us, so why not make the best of it? Marmot Basin Ski Resort is where it's at. Ski half price every day, no blackout periods. Pick up your escape card for 99 bucks and make winter fun more affordable. Half the price, all the powder. Get yours at www.skimarmot.com.
0: All right, it is time now to take a lap. And that is brought to you study by our good friends at
1: Backscape. This product is taking the online world by storm right now. It is everywhere. Get rid of your unwanted back hair by yourself with Backscape. The water-resistant rechargeable shaver coupled with the long handle lets you take care of your business all on your own. Shave in any direction with no bumps or cuts. It's easy. It's awesome. Right now is our biggest sale of the year, 30 to 50% off. Visit Backscape.com. That's B-A-K-Scape.com and choose a variety of packages Deliver it right to your door, buddy. So cousin Steve, I gave him one. Yeah.
0: And uh I think we're gonna get a review for tomorrow night's show. So I love cousin it. Cousin Steve will give us a backscape review of all of us Rashog uh males. I think he might be in the most need of it. <laughs> I saw it.
1: Noted. It was so noted. So we'll, see what, we'll see
0: what cousin Steve says. Yeah, exactly. Strutty, where are we going first,
1: buddy? Let's start the Toronto Maple Leafs. We know last game they oh. were down 5 nothing, Came back and lost in overtime 6-5 in a crazy game. Well, tonight they played the Pittsburgh Penguins and absolutely uh, pounded them. 7 nothing. I believe, was the final score. Penguins, Kyle Dubas' big return to uh, Toronto. But the, the story Imagine for me, that.
0: Yeah. Hey, I, Dubas' return getting smoke-showed like that.
1: Yeah. Oh, I kind of. I have to admit I kind of like it. I kind of like it because I, I I and I and it's not that I don't like Dubas, but I I just like that you go back and you kind of have your team and you just get absolutely abused uh in your old place. Uh but the story isn't that for me it's Matthew Nice. He had a Gordial hat trick, a goal assist, and a, and a uh a fight uh tonight. And this is a young player, I think it was a second rounder. We saw him a little bit last year in the playoffs. Um, you know, he's not disjointed this year i think he's got like six goals and six assists and whatever 20 some games yep. but you can see the makings of a really smart draft pick this guy is a bull he is strong uh you know fight the fight wasn't exactly Probert versus don't we but who cares it's the idea that he stood up for a teammate uh they kind of got rocked around the corner but matthew nice shager is i think they've got a really nice player there and it, it feels like when you see him play with other players they all want to play with them there in toronto
0: Six three two seventeen, 217, according to Hockey DB. So yeah. start there. 21 years old. He's got seven goals, 13 points in 26 games this year on a team filled with skilled players that eat up a lot of the sugar time. Mm-hmm. And then if you look at the plays he made tonight, I don't know which was nicer, the assist or the goal. The goal was fantastic, right? Makes a, a power move to the net.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The assist. Did you see that the way yeah. that cheeky little kick up to his stick and then a flip yeah. back? Yeah. I mean, yeah. for a guy his size, like there's there is a base of skill there. I'm not sure where how far it's going to go, but I agree with you, buddy. To get this guy at 57 uh, yeah. looks good so far.
1: Yeah, and it's 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 just also the cap hit right for them uh, right now. They need some some flexibility. I don't know that 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 they need some support on a big body and they need a big body. So yeah, it's a nice play by them. Um, sticking in tonight's action, the uh, the hitting from behind parade continues. Oh, it does. Second period, a, a pretty good game between Boston and the Rangers and, uh, David Pasternak, no one pugilist runs Schneider from behind or sorry, Ryan Lingrit from behind. And, um, uh, you know, blatantly from behind, like it is, it's not even a question that this is from behind, uh, gets five in a game tossed out. And, um, I, I don't know how he's not going to be suspended for this. I, I just, it seems like the last, I don't know, shogger five, six days, it's nightly. We're talking about hits from behind. And I, quite frankly, may have started with Kane on uh Brodeen, it did uh, last, 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 what was that? I don't know, a week ago or so,
0: a long time ago in the hitting from behind world because there's been a pile of them since. Yeah, it's weird. It, it like the ebb and flow of the game, sometimes you'll just see a quick little little epidemic for a few weeks and then it just becomes super hot button topic. And yeah, man, that one was, I didn't like that one. I've been really clear on the way I feel about hitting from behind. And and so he's coming around kind of around the boards and play, or or he plays a puck. And I can understand why Pasternak, you know, had the, Mm -hmm. had had he followed through this way to his left, then maybe there's a chance to throw a clean hit. But the point is struds you got to wait and see if he does that or not. I mean, he just plowed into him like with no regard for which, you know, definitely hit him from behind. If you think it's a hit's going to line up properly, it's still your responsibility to make sure it does before you throw it.
1: Yeah, there there was a play to be made there that didn't have to be a hit from behind. And And I've seen a lot of pushback on the online community that the player has to defend themselves. And I agree with that. I've spoken many times about you being ready to defend yourself and not turn your back. But... There are some cases where, in this case, Pasternak had time to choose to or not to make that hit. He chose to do it. Mistake all over. I, I, I don't know how he can't get suspended for this. I just, it's at some point, you got to stand up and say, we've had enough.
0: Yeah. I don't disagree, but I don't have a lot of faith that that'll get done.
1: Agreed. It's Agreed. A star,
0: star, yeah. star player in an area where they have shown kind of an indifference to really send a message.
1: But see, I think this is a perfect opportunity to send the message that it doesn't matter who does it. You should be you should still be accountable for your actions, right? And I I hated when I felt that star players got preferential treatment. I'm not – I wasn't oblivious to the fact that that's who sells the tickets. I get it, and we're all making good money because of them. But also, it doesn't mean they can go around and just have, uh, you know, what it's a license to kill like they're James Bond. All right, that was
0: Taking a Lap brought to you by Backscape. You're getting a little love on the stream here, Shreddy. Oh. Davin chimes in and says, "That was Struddy's cleanest backscape ad read
1: Hi. so far." You know, it's funny. I was actually patting myself on the back. I did feel pretty good about you it. You did. I yeah. don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just Saturday night, Christmas party, or I don't know what's going on. But <laughs>
0: you got through a whole uh, you got through a whole read without choking on your tongue. Are, yeah. are you, is it a Christmas party night tonight?
1: I, I was at a buddy's. so it wasn't a huge party. We were all sitting around watching the game.
0: Did you uh, leave it to come do a podcast with us, buds?
1: I was kind of wrapping up, and I always oh, like wow. to leave early because I want people like, "Oh, I wish she stayed a little longer." Where right? did Struds go? Yeah, they're like, and, and honestly, I was running out of stories to tell you. I got, I got about two periods worth, and then things just go south quickly.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: All right, when we come back,
0: Strud's world, and ask us anything where we want to know what you have to say, and you're going to want to stick around for our gem of the day. Long Shots Golf is the destination for both golf enthusiasts and sports fans top of the line track simulators provide a highly entertaining and accurate golf experience while a full service sports bar loaded with big screens and scratch kitchen make it a truly unique destination they have locations in sherwood park in edmonton experience the best indoor golf and sports bar in town visit longshots.ca that's longshots with a z c a
1: Are you ready to elevate your moving experience? Trusted for over 100 years, Ferguson Moving and Storage are your partners in relocation, ensuring your journey is smooth and stress-free. And say goodbye to surprises with Ferguson's transparent flat rate pricing. Contact them now for a free moving quote and use the promo code FERGUSON to receive $100 off your next move. Visit fergusonmoving.com and let them lift your expectations. When you make a mistake, heads should roll. It's not right. And I'm here. Someone has to put their foot down. Now that I say it out loud, it does sound a little crazy. Got to look good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, time for Strutty's World brought to you by my brother's company, DLR Vinyl Products, locations in Calgary and in Edmonton. If you're a contracting uh, business or a contractor, let DLR help you add vinyl fence to your product line. See why they've been going strong since 2005. Reliable, unmatched service with high-quality North American-made products. Visit DLRVinylProducts.ca. My younger brother Rob has a bigger head than I do. We have measured. It's a lifelong debate study about who had the biggest head. And then our cousin Clayton is an engineer. He came over one night. We got a little sauced. And uh, we did a water displacement test in two Mm. buckets to see whose head displaced more water. And after a lifetime of taking a beating as having the biggest head in the family was Rob.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's, you know, you guys both have massive heads. So I'm not sure that's like, I'm really proud of that. That's like saying, you know, like, I know. hey. I'm 5'6". Oh boy, I'm way taller than you're five five. Like I, I just I'm not getting too excited about that, that that achievement. You need to come over with cousin Clayton and we need to do the
0: water displacement deal with you two. Like I feel like you have a pretty major size head. As well,
1: I do, but I'm six three, right? You guys are like five, I'm what, five eleven? five six two standing on been, three phone books maybe <laughs> geez we've been through this you're, you're not the last
0: six, time i right. went to the doctor it was like i was just a hair under six two
1: yeah yeah, it, it, yeah. <laughs> that's the same guy who says you don't have the gout <laughs> I, I think you got to find a new doctor
0: <laughs> all right let's get to Shreddy's world what do you got pal
1: phil kessel i mean what a, what a player he's been for the NHL for a long time i know mean, we saw him uh he was in vegas last year and you know, unlike his time with the Pittsburgh Penguins, where he was a massive part of their their two uh, two Stanley Cup wins, I believe. Uh, you know, with with Vegas, he was kind of a smaller part and, and and kind of a bit part. Quite frankly, there's a desire for him to come back to the NHL by on his side, and it hasn't really worked out yet. And you got to try sometimes read between the lines what the agents are saying. They're looking for the right fit sometimes that means they're looking for a contract right so it sounds like Phil the thrill is they're taught, according to Pierre Lebrun uh, our good friend Pierre Lebrun here on the Got Your Bad podcast they're looking at, he's looking to go play some games over in in Switzerland uh, i played in that league it's a good league you know it's it's fast i think that Phil would be we there but you know it isn't so much that people have to see him playing i think it's like where does he fit into your group if I'm a, a a team, and and you know there might be a team that's at the bottom, like Chicago, would would probably take him, especially with the guys they're missing now. But if you're a, a team that's hoping to win a Stanley Cup or in the playoff window, is he in your top six or your top nine? I have a hard time seeing that. So Phil's been a good player for a long time, and and my God, like Frank Sinatra, he did it his way, Shogger. But I just I I think the sun has set on his NHL career on a team that has aspirations for winning a Stanley Cup. Scored 14
0: goals last season, Strud's. Yeah. On a pretty deep team. Like, people want to look at him not being able to play in the playoffs. He played four games and kind of go, yeah, he was cooked. You know, I, I didn't really play. That was a really deep team. Like, a really deep team. And where what's he going to be on your fork line? Like, no. So, I'm not saying I would do it. But you say, where does he fit into your lineup? You know, on a good team, where does he fit into your lineup? I don't know. Right wing on your second line right now. If you're the Oilers, it's a better option than anything else they're trying there.
1: I, I would disagree with that. He hasn't played any games. You don't know what his legs are going to be like. We've seen event or Patrick Kane now. Let's say back.
0: he's in great shape. Let's say, let's, well, let's say, say he's
1: like ready to go.
0: That's the kind of player would be a great fit.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I would have a hard time. I, I just i i at this point of the year you're third of the way through the year i don't know how he can catch up and contribute just at his age if he was 27 i'd be much different uh conversation we'd be having than now and i and again this comes from a player i think he's an unreal he was an unreal player such a good player such a good passer scooter all that stuff but right now i just don't see him ma- ma- moving the needle a lot and if i think if people thought they he did i'm guessing he'd have a contract already buddy
0: yeah, you're right. I'm just kind of being a smartass here playing yeah. devil's advocate because it, we'll have some conversation about it. But let's see. What do the Oilers need? Stanley Cup experience in the room. Oh, check. Oh. Yeah. Not a bit of a disruptor-type personality. Someone that you can laugh at and someone you – I mean, uh, it's, yeah. what I can tell is teammates all love playing with a the guy. Oh, there's a good check there. Uh, yeah, maybe make some skill plays and, you know, be in your – in moonlight in your top six if you need them or if you get a little banged up, check. Doesn't need to be in the lineup every single night. We'll just be happy to be there. I think he's probably at that place in his... So. Well, there's a couple check. You can make a case here, Strud's. I don't think they should do it. I'm just making the case. Yeah. Just making the case, buds.
1: Yeah, I, I understand. I, I hear you. And I, I the case, it, what you're saying is accurate. I just don't think that this is a fit for this team. And I felt if, if he did... Like, what's a contractor look like? I don't think it's going to be. I, I think he was at a million something last year. Like, What if he goes a- over and crushes it?
0: What if he goes over there and, you, and he gets on the ice and gets in the game, actually? Like, yeah. Yeah. Looks good. Hey, rejuvenated.
1: Yeah. I dominated over there, too. I, I just don't know that. I, I just, <laughs> I don't know. You know what, man? I, I guess never say never. And you're right. If you need a piece, if there's three injuries in their bottom six, you you might look at it. <laughs> yeah. I just don't. Right now, I'm just, I can't get behind it. I'd be interested to what Pierre has to say. When you guys gather up uh, for another one of your national podcasts.
0: Yeah, coming up this week. I'll, I'll check your schedule. We got to get you on one of those again. You. Uh, oh, yeah. You Smart. actually weren't terrible when you came on. Uh, That's all they want. Uh, is Rashog talking Corey Perry? No, Bitumen. We're talking about Vinyl uh, yeah. Kessel. Okay, that was Struddy's World brought to you by DLR Vinyl Products. Let's get to our Ask Us Anything segment. That tonight's going to be brought to you by Match Eatery. Was there today? Stop by for a little chicken Caesar after the morning skates. Great atmosphere. They got TVs all over the place if you want to catch anything sporting wise. You know you're going to be able to at Match Eatery and Public House. Purchase a $50 gift card right now, you get a bonus $10 card and two match branded beer sleeves as well. Good stocking stuffers. Gift cards available in the restaurant and at matchpub.com. It is your Ice District dining destination zuby why don't you pop on in here my man
2: hey fellas hey buds how it's, are you you were sick
0: for a little bit man how are you uh, feeling
2: i'm feeling better but still a little sick hopefully i can get through this without uh, too too much coughing having to hit the mute button in mid question
0: okay well you keep it short and sweet and you go rapid fire with strutty here and blast your way through like six or seven of these uh let's give her five minutes or so and See what the people are saying.
2: Hold on, I want you on this in this first one, Ryan, because hit. we're. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a few goalie names that came up on the stream, I'm and like, you guys can just give hit. a thought. Is it's it possible? Be would you here. be interested? What would you get? What What would the price be? Okay. Um, X Ray J says, "What would be the cost to obtain James Reimer?
0: What would be the cost? That's always tough. Like, yeah, I mean, isn't there a chance that guy's gonna end up on waivers in the not too distant future? Like, <laughs> I, I don't see it being. I don't see it being a massive, tremendous price. So, you know, should there be interest there? Could there be interest? He's got his eight games, two He's got a 9-11, which matches his career totals. So, yes, an option. Definitely an option. Um, I don't know, mid-round pick type thing, Guy I,
1: Yeah, I, I think somewhere in there, you know, somewhere in that, that area. And the question is, would he be a tandem beside our man Stu Skinner?
2: Yeah. Michael Dahl says, what about Dan Vladar? How can we hose uh, Craig Conroy? They, they have a situation there with uh, when yeah. Markstrom gets healthy that they got Dustin Wolf knocking right. on the door. Makes is that too even much a possibility?
1: Stuff. What is he? Is he two and a half, three?
0: Uh, I'll grab it here. Yeah. I mean, I, I, they do have three goalies there for sure, but I don't know if the Calgary Flames are – helping out the Edmonton Oilers by doing that deal. It's kind of like, yeah pretty
1: close. And they're both fighting for a playoff spot here, right? I'm just okay. grabbing
0: his cap hit here real quick. Yeah. If I can, where is it? Ba-ba-ba. Our good friends over at Puckpedia. Yeah, Vladar's. Sorry, one sec. Two million, yeah. Two million, 2.2 2 million and 2.2 2 million next year as yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. Not okay. as cheap as like you're moving Jack Campbell if you're trying to make that deal happen. Don't forget how expensive and painful it's going to be to move Jack Campbell, people. Oh. Talking multiple, multiple high pick type assets. Not one. It's not your first round pick this year. That does not get that done. It's multiple, multiple. What's so,
1: $15 million? $15 million that someone has to pay. So what is it? Was what a is 10 it 10 on the
0: buyout? Isn't it something like that, Struds? Is it 10 uh, on the buyout? Threads, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, but it's there's 15 left, 10 yeah. on the buyout over uh, six years. I mean, you do the math, that's a lot of cash spread yeah. out. They might be better off just doing it themselves. Yeah, keep
0: her going,
2: Zoops. Okay, some stranger says uh, Can Rodriguez get a sniff or Rodriguez, however you pronounce his name, the the rookie in the minors?
0: Olivier Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's I mean, funny that he, I, I don't think Calvin's played poorly, but I, I wonder why they wouldn't give him a chance. Like, if, if Campbell is, is not the solution, before you ring up anyone else, would that not be a, a, a chance to look at him?
0: Yeah. So I'm just, I was trying to find him to pull up his overall numbers here. I don't know. I don't know the Pickards game will fall to a point where they feel they need to do that. I was like,
2: surprised they didn't do it. When, when they sent Campbell down, it seemed like that was like the Jordan Bennington moment. Nah. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, he's, the experience level isn't there. He hasn't done it. Like you're, bringing, you're not bringing a guy who's never done it before up into that absolute barn, uh, burning barn. You're not doing that. that would have been, it would have been irresponsible to bring a young goalie that's never done it before up and thrown him into that mess.
1: But before you make a massive trade, maybe you do take a peek, right? Yeah.
0: Okay. That's, the, that's what you wanted to name the segment.
2: <laughs> okay, Keep last, it going, Zuby. Last, go. one, last one, Jaroslav Halak. He's out there,
0: he's a free agent. 38 years old. So another Yeah, he just he just did a PTO, didn't he, Struds?
1: Yeah, in Carolina. With Carolina. So, <laughs> so you're, another team that needs is looking at goalies. <laughs>
0: you can't make Carolina's contending
1: right now. Yeah, like that's that is that's like your buddy who's so desperate to be in a relationship and he dumps a girl and you are the next one in line, you take her. Like are you like if your buddy is so desperate, dumpster, there maybe there's something going on, right? That is like
0: unless you know well, your buddy's a bit of a donkey and you're like, well, hey, there's a diamond yeah. in the rough there. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. Hey, yeah, stress, it could be it could pride. be, but I I'm not sure that at their age, either one of the goalies we've talked about, the one on waivers or the one on uh free agent, I'm not sure at their age ten years ago, yeah. I'd be like, bring them on in, tandem them up. But I don't I don't feel that that's the answer right now um jc wonderful says blackwood wonderful
0: blackwood I just, eh.
2: okay keep going jc says they go eight no coach decides to swap the second and third line around oh and two since in full game of course that happened mid-game in the in the last game that they won so is the answer just to flip it back
0: yeah that's what i had suggested earlier in the pod that's what i think he'll do next game is just swap back let kane and uh and dry side get going again together and just help them dig their way out. What I don't think he can do Strud's or should do is give in to, you know, potentially a frustrated dry sidle and give into and go nuclear option. Like if, if McDavid and dry sidle come blasting out of the gates together next game, I'll feel like that's eh, I don't no. love that.
1: No, I, I don't, I don't think that's long-term the solution, right? I, I just, it no. doesn't feel right coming out of penalty kills. Yeah. Go for it. But yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put them together.
2: Uh, on that on that note, Black Havoc fourteen says, "What about moving eighty nine up? I'm guessing to play with Drysidle if you feel like you need someone who can distribute on that uh,
0: line."
1: Yeah, I mean he he is the guy. He like he is the type of player I'm talking about. Someone that can move the puck to him, and we've seen what the influence he's had on the fourth line. Um, you know they're 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 creating, and and he's a big reason for it. Um, but you know at this he's he, you know seven, eight years ago, I think that's a little easier move to do than today for, yeah. for Knobloch.
2: Chris Formasano said, uh, 71 with three hits and a block shot tonight. He'll probably miss six to eight weeks after that much contact. Ha-ha, very good. Um, <laughs> uh, here's,
0: he came out and was physically like, – he actually no. threw a couple of hits in the early going, but there was a play he made right at the end of the second period. He went into the – I think it was the offensive corner to you – know, it was maybe the defensive corner to grab a puck, heard footsteps. Threw it up the boards, total turnover, didn't end up yeah. being anything against. But, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a level of compete that's required to be on board with where this team wants to go, and McLeod is not finding that level of compete. Consistently, we can talk about it just about every single night.
2: Okay, last one. I'm going off the, off the board here in a different direction. Okay. Be- best Christmas movie, go.
0: Oh, Christmas Vacation. Like not yeah. even, it's, That's the one. Every year we watch it. It's a family thing. The number of things you find each year that are funny, you know, that you, you hadn't appreciated the previous year struds. to me. It's, it's, it's the one.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I'll, I'll double down also my favorite rom-com of all time. Well, second favorite love. Actually, I, I love this show. I absolutely it's fan. My favorite rom-com for those wondering is Notting Hill. Julie Roberts. Thank you very That's much. That's a better choice. But but no, Love Actually is incredible. I just, the whole thing, Colin Firth, I just tear up. I'm going to sit down and watch it. Maybe tomorrow night, maybe after the pod. We'll see how it goes.
0: Love Actually, really. I don't love it, actually. Um, yeah. oh you know so what maybe you... i need
2: to give it another try i felt like yeah. i watched it i felt like it was contrived i love christmas vacation and i'm gonna throw in die hard i watch die hard every christmas it's not, not a christmas that is movie. a christmas
1: movie Eat it, it takes place at christmas ass. not yeah. at all that is a christmas you movie. are Zuby, you're grumpy because you've been sick for like two months so don't know. don't <laughs> take show. your grumpiness for two you're, years you're losing um, your credibility here
0: by the way i would throw elf i would throw elf you know, on the left, like there are some funny yeah. stuff, and my favorite line in Elf is, "Oh, he's an angry elf." Yeah, I yeah. I lose it every time. Will Ferrell says Before we wrap up, ask us anything. A couple of tweet people want to solve the mystery here. If you follow me on Twitter, uh, you saw that I tweeted this picture uh, during the <laughs> game tonight. So can you see that? That is a plate of nachos.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Streds I don't know if you saw these tweets from me. So I said, who is – like, this is a media member that had that. Yeah. And then uh, not 25 minutes later, same media member had that, and it was on his second slice. Jeez. So he was going ham in the press box tonight, and uh, I did not reveal on Twitter who it was. Uh, Proud owner of both of those is Tom Gazzola from Edmonton Sports Talk.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, he works out every three weeks, so he can he can consume that.
0: <laughs> he's actually fairly slim. I I'm not going to make any comments about like, yeah, he's a lot. You know, he comes across as a lot slimmer than I am. I assumed. And I'm not sure someone... if you peel the layers back, but uh, you know, he looks that way at least.
2: <laughs> I assumed it was someone who was a fitness nut because they were going with such small portions of terrible no. food. No, uh, that by is the to way, food that's bad for you. Not.
0: Uh, by the way. Press box pizza is back. Strud's three yep. games it's been back. Haven't gone there yet. Stayed oh, wow. away from it all three games. There was a member of the media. I will not shame them by saying their name, but there was a member of the media tonight. Six pieces of pizza yeah.
1: in the press hello, box. Hello, Min Darwall. <laughs> <There> was...
0: <laughs> no, it wasn't Min. <laughs> hello, Min. All right. Uh, that was Ask Us Anything brought to you by Match Eatery. Time now for the gem of the day brought to you by Edmonton's most iconic home. For everything sport, United Sport and Cycle, it's the final days before Christmas and United Sport and Cycles. Last minute Christmas sale is on now. Save big for the athletes or sports fan on your list. <coughs> visit www.unitedsport.ca. Struds, you don't get a say on this one. I know, I know. I've anointed this one, Gem of the Day, because Zuby, despite his illness, he put in some work. He put in some work, and he did a little creative for us, and it's our gem of the day, but it harkens back to one of my favorite comments you've ever made on the podcast,
1: Crocodile. I love that. You got to make that face when you do the accent all the time. <laughs> oh, they do, they scrunch it up. Guys, I watched uh, Karate Dundee probably 20 times. Do you say Karate Dundee? Oh, I say Karate? I mean, Crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Kilted Zombie. <laughs> Did, did you watch the crocodile kid too? What did he say, Brownie? I missed he it. He called it the karate, the karate Dundee. And he, the... Come on. one of my
0: favorite moments ever from Struddy's World. It's good, yeah. It and so, Zuby got to work, Zuby. And for those of you listening on podcast form, you're gonna have to go find YouTube because Zuby put in a little bit of work. Go ahead, throw it up, Zubes. There it is, folks. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. That is so good. Karate Dundee, coming your way. Hey, Strudy. You know what, guys? When it comes to a good story, I don't let the details get in the way of it. Right? I just let it roll. (laughs) Zuby,
0: like, look at the level of detail. I can't see, Zuby. What does it say underneath there? Underneath Karate Dundee.
2: Uh, That's me actually not changing it from. That's the original from the... (laughs) Crocodile Dundee poster that I decided. Oh, so you not just to.
0: kept all that the same. That's so right. You yeah. just threw Ralph That's Macchio in there and uh and uh like, how yeah. long did this take you?
2: Uh you know, uh I don't know. An hour of my highly sophisticated Photoshop skills.
0: <laughs>
2: nice I, think job, I,
1: I think I say screenplay by Jason Stradwick. I see yeah. that at the bottom.
0: <laughs> screenplay by. You Good know what
2: job, I you. wanted to do? I wanted to get the hat on him. I wanted to get the oh, yeah. Crocodile right. Dundee hat on him. I thought right, that would right. have been the final, the, the real icing on the cake, but my skills Bloody were not fun, to dude. that level or my or my time. I'd uh, tell that
0: one back x-ray j says hit that like button folks yeah I, I guess that's good for us when you do that so go right. ahead and pound that love button and uh we appreciate that uh struds good job tonight my man thank you i guess we'll do a sunday pod tomorrow hey quick Oh, i'm down
1: then i'm gonna watch love actually after i might all watch right.
0: journey It actually zuby you up for that pal might be steve but uh, someone's up might be it. steve all right sounds good Uh, All right, good job tonight, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on the live stream here on Twitter and on YouTube or for downloading the podcast. Hope you're enjoying us on a Sunday morning if that's when you're listening. And a big thanks to our title sponsor as well, Sherwood Buick GMC. We will see you tomorrow night, live stream coming your way probably around 9 p.m. So please join us then and we'll all talk soon. Cheers.